This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys Insider for 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Brian Broaddus, former Super Bowl-winning NFL scout, now co-host of the G-Bag Nation on 105 Through the Fan in Dallas, 2 to 7, Monday through Friday. Uh, Brian, I know we were just we were slowed down a little bit. Um, I, I guess it was that new technology you, you want to tell people wh- why we're slowed down recording? Today? Yeah, I, I went from the absolute worst phone you could have, <laughs> which was like an iPhone 6, uh-huh. to the absolute best phone you could have. Yeah, It, it, it took a while. It, it, it honestly took a while, guys. T- took some time, and then, and then you didn't know how to turn the light off. <laughs> I couldn't turn the light off on the phone. So luckily, uh, Peyton uh, came in, got it taken care of for us. He's, and, he's full uh, service, yeah, I'm, man. I'm good to go. Peyton I'm Russell. I'm good to go now. I feel like technology <laughs> cannot defeat me Peyton. as long as I have young people around me. Peyton so Russell. Take that technology. <laughs> Peyton Russell, our world-class producer. Also, uh, he's full service, man. He'll, he'll fix your iPhone. He'll, he'll he will. do whatever you need. He will. Uh, so hey, co- Bobby. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. We got NFL teams reporting for camp now. I know it's yeah, exciting. Teams, yeah, about that week from uh, week from when this podcast airs, uh, you and I will be in Oxnard, California. I'm excited. And, uh, getting that, I'm I'm super excited. I, you know, I'm one of these guys that you talk about things, you talk about things. I'm ready to see about things that we've talked about. You know, I'm ready to you know the I'm ready to see some padded practices, some guys trying to trying to like you know, manage their way through? Is there some guy that's going to have a good run and then all of a sudden has three or four bad practices? That's the great thing about training camp to me, especially when I used to scout, was you had an idea of what might happen, but then by the time you got to the final cut, you're like, man, I can't believe I thought that, or man, I was completely wrong about that guy. So yeah, it's this is a super, super exciting time for me right now, and I, and I know it is for you. Uh, and uh, as uh, as the insider here at 105.3. Yeah, and there's a ton of questions that I, I don't feel great about. Like, you know, you said we, 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 I'm with we you get the final cut yeah. down and you feel like you got a good handle on things. I don't feel like I've got a good handle on a lot of stuff this year. Um, but, you know, we'll, I guess we'll, we'll see how these this receiver group looks. Uh, we should just mention right off the top, uh, not spend a whole lot of time on it, but, you know, we, we've been asked a lot, like, are they going to go get Julio Jones? Are they going to get yeah. Will Fuller? What are they going to do for this receiver group? How about us group? making national broadcasts the other day? Oh, yeah, podcast. That, that was fun. And or by the, the way, thanks to everybody out there that listens to this little podcast. Uh, yes. Hopefully grow it to be a big podcast. But, yeah, you know, I and I went back and I watched Skip 
And yeah, which for those who don't know, let, let me just give them a heads up. The, yeah, the discussion we had about up. Debo Samuel about two weeks ago about, hey, would you trade for Debo or DK? It was more just kind of a hypothetical discussion we were having. Yeah, yeah it's just big picture thing. I mean, it was just one of the DK Samuel was in that. And we we kind of walked you through Will Fuller. I mean, we walked you through a lot of things. And then, of course, yeah, it's Debo and DK that get blown up yeah. by by the national media and Skip and Shannon and, and them. But, you know, that that's good. You know, we're doing something right. They're, they're picking up there our discussions, go. Brian. So uh, always about content here. Well, man. Yes. Always about the content. Yes. Now, while they didn't pick up a receiver, they did make a move at linebacker. Um, that's an area where they've got a lot of unproven guys, um, and they went and signed another unproven guy. Uh, not a big move. They went and signed Malik Jefferson. That's probably just of some interest to, to people listening to this podcast because we have a lot of listeners who are Longhorns fans and a lot of people in the DFW area. And Welcome. He's, he's a, yes, indeed. He's a Mesquite Poteet uh, alum, high school. So Texas boy through and through. This is his sixth team, though, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. after being a third-round pick in 2018. So I would not expect a lot from Malik Jefferson, but – at least a camp body to come in here and participate uh, with the group. So that was the only, the, instead of going and making a move for a, a quarter or for a receiver to strengthen that group, two moves now in the last two weeks for the Cowboys to bring in some competition linebacker with Christian Sam being signed and Malik Jefferson, that in the wake of uh, the Devontae Bond torn ACL. Uh, mm. But we did get some further contract news this week, uh, and I don't think it was terribly surprising to, to you or I or, or to a lot of people who listen to this podcast or listen to 105 through the fan and, and hear us talking about this Dalton Schultz will end out playing on that franchise tag. Uh, it'll be 10.8, 10.9. One of those, I can't remember. It's right up near $11 million. Uh, and that'll be the figure that he plays on for 2022. And we'll cross this bridge again, I guess next year, but Brian, any surprise to you that Dalton Schultz is ultimately playing on the franchise tag? No, not really. And, you know, we started to see a a group of these tight ends sign it last year with the Patriots and, you know, with what they, uh, you know, they went out and got a couple of, of the tight ends as John, well off John the market. Smith, John o. Smith and Hunter Henry. Exactly. And then, and then all of a sudden, and Joku, he gets a contract extension. And I felt like, Bob, that you were on this from the jump, that, the numbers coming from Dalton Schultz camp was going to be on the low end of maybe what a Joku got. Am I correct about that? Or, or was uh, no, it more the line yeah, of what yeah. the New England guys were getting? Yeah, I, th- I think early on they were looking for an Njoku-like deal. Once Njoku signed for that, it was, well, today's price is not yesterday's price. Yeah. we got to be above Njoku. That's the new market. Right. Yeah, so – with that being said, the Cowboys and, you know, and they can circle back some really smart uh, guys and gals that have been talking about this contract. Sure. They can do the same song and dance again next year, but it's not like that the tight end uh, franchise tag number is huge. No. So if you want to turn around and what is it at 125, go up 125% of the last number. Yeah. It's 120. Kind of where, yeah. So he, yeah, he, so you can do, do that again. And if they, you know, if uh, Dalton Schultz and, you know, you and I have talked about this, kind of feel like Dalton Schultz probably be the second or third most productive uh, pass catcher on your your team. You yeah. Know, hopefully it's CeeDee Lamb and hopefully it's touchdowns and, you know, near what, uh, you know, maybe uh, near 100 receptions, something like that. But would not be one bit surprised if Dalton Schultz is somewhere between 75 and 90 uh, receptions this year for the Cowboys. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that's terribly surprising either. Um, and and I think that you know you bring up a good point that if they were to even franchise tag him again next year, and that's 120 percent of the value, you're talking about 13 million annually. And that's, okay, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe that's a, a, a significant number. But I think like my understanding, my belief is that the deal they wanted was four years and 14 and a half million. And so that's four years, 58. So even if you franchise tag him again next year, you're talking about, you know, a, a million and a half less annually than what he was asking for this year. That number's only going to go up next year. So if he's asking for 15, 16 next year, I think for them, if they want to entertain that, it's fine. I do think, and, and we've repeated this line a lot, I think a big part of the decision this year to franchise tag him was the loss of Cedric Wilson, Michael Gallup being hurt, Amari Cooper being traded, CeeDee Lamb moving into a new role. And it was like, we've got to have some area of stability and familiarity for our quarterback here. So let's just pay this price, which is below market value, honestly, to have him franchise tagged. And we'll roll with that just in in the name of giving our quarterback a, a comfortable area that's not just a radical change across the board. Because the last time we saw a complete radical changing of his targets and everything else was 2018 and that went so poorly that they ended up having to go and make a a trade for Amari Cooper give up a first round pick but that was really the last time we saw a complete reset of everything Witten retired you had all the receivers changing out they let go of Dez they drafted Gallup so it was all new to him and you saw how tough that was for him to to kind of get a feel And, and that'd be tough for anybody I think I think any quarterback would not like a complete reset of everybody that they target and so, no, I think, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. I, I don't see, uh, they're going to have to figure out some ways, at least initially, until we get what the situation with Michael Gallup, until that turns into, okay, we know exactly how many games he's going to miss. And we've talked about it a bunch on not only 105.3 The Fan, but we've also talked about it on our podcast here that the timetable appears to be the same. The hope is to keep him off that PUP list where that's four games. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be six games and now it's four games. So that is the hope right now. But you're right. You just can't totally shock the system of this offense by just getting rid of all the primary pass catchers. And if you'd have got rid of Dalton Schultz or moved on from him, uh, I think that would have kind of been a shock to the system. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Before we uh, shift over to still kind of a conversation about Dalton Schultz, we're going to finish up that uh, Jeremy Fowler ESPN top 10 list that includes tight ends. Uh, Really quickly, just in terms of production you're expecting from Dalton Schultz, I saw BetMGM this week came out with over-unders for a few players, and one of them was Dalton Schultz. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. Uh, Dalton Schultz receptions in 2022, 75 and a half. Mm Mm-hmm. Where, where would you go? Would you go over or under? Yeah, I said what I say, 75, 75 to 90. 90. I was yeah. somewhere right in there. I, I, and I hate when I do stuff like that. But I when I said it, I'm like, ah, don't be stupid. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I do feel like. So you'd go a little over on that then? No, no, I would go over. I, okay. I, maybe, it, maybe it's more in the 75 to 85 range. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not 90. I, 
I'm just thinking that with Dalton Schultz, they have figured out creative ways to get him the ball. And that is those waggles and boots and misdirections and, you know, where we see defense roll one way, offense go the other. Dalton Schultz finding a spot in the zone. I think Dalton Schultz has got a really good feel for how to sit down uh, when it's uh, when it's zone coverage. And I think he's got a very good feel to how to keep moving, keep himself active in order to uh, to catch the ball in the move when he has to. So with that being said, uh, 75 to 85, you know, receptions I don't think that's out of the question I'd probably go over on that number I I think I'd go a little under just because even though I don't think it's going to be an absurd amount I do think they are going to try and get Tony Pollard more touches and so I think some of those touches are going to come away from Schultz who got 78 receptions last year so I think he's it wouldn't stun me if he goes over but I I I think I'm going to say around 70 to 75 is where I think he ends up uh the receiving yards over under 70 uh 745 and a half I I think we you would obviously go over I'd go under in that situation because I think we've all figured out he's a reliable 10 yards per catch guy so I I, the numbers the numbers are fair so so I I think I think whatever that's who he is however however many receptions you have for him put a zero on the end of that and that's about how many yards you think he has so I think he'll go under you uh you think he probably goes over here's the one where I was interested yeah here's the one where I was interested Dalton Schultz after a year of eight touchdowns and Amari Cooper's gone they have him at five and a half on the touchdowns. I think he goes over that. I think he's one I of their reliable over, red zone yeah. guys. Yeah, I think so too, Bobby. I, I I like what you're saying there. To me, I can see this developing into what you had with very similar to what Jason Witten was able to do with sure. Tony Romo is when you know how to get open, when you know how to sit down, when you know how to separate, when you know how to kind of read where the defense is what it's doing coverage wise. I think that, I think that's where Dalton Schultz is going to have some, some of those days. I, I could see, I could see again, the waggles and the boots and direction going one way, Dalton Schultz on the backside leaking out. And then Dak Prescott making a little simple throw to him. So I would say over on the five touchdowns as well. Yeah, I got to watch out for that backside leaking out, uh, Brian. That's yeah, uh, yeah, there for, you sure, go. for sure. Uh, you're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby you're Belt. Ter- we're human beings. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm Bobby <laughs> Belt. He's Brian Broadus. Uh, the Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You guys can catch it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.